welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What up, webheads, along with... Dylan Bear, Paul Roshan, Ryan Griffin, AJ Riley. I'm Matt Basson. Welcome to Sports Carnage. March Madness done. The Baylor Bears are your national champs. Beat the ever living crap out of the Gonzaga Bulldogs in the national championship. My Lady Cats came one bucket shy of a miracle Man. and winning a national championship on the women's side. Congratulations to Stanford. <laughs> they don't win enough as is. Uh, but ridiculous. <laughs> Baylor. Doing what uh, most of us did not think was possible. Props to Paul for uh, picking the Baylor Bears to win the national championship. They just straight up dominated a what we have to admit is probably a semi-tired Gonzaga group no, because no, UCLA you took them to the limit. To UCLA, man. Oh no, we <laughs> can get. Oh no, no, credit. we are beyond no that. At all. That is one of. Up there with the with the Christian Leitner Kentucky Duke game, up there with the national championship of Villanova and North Carolina, the UCLA Bruins and the Gonzaga Bulldogs put on an absolute show in the Final Four, and it was to the detriment of Gonzaga to not be able to blow out UCLA because that they were not ready. Sure. They were not ready, and and the <laughs> Baylor Bulldogs, uh, Baylor Bulldogs, Jesus, the Baylor Bears wore. Ready. They came out hungry. They came out aggressive. They were hitting ridiculous shot after ridiculous shot, playing clamp down defense, and they earned every bit of the national championship. Moving on to bigger and better things. We are one week into the Major League Baseball season, and our Detroit Tigers are not under 500 and are only one and a half games back in the division. Gotta love it. Not a losing record at this point. AJ Hinch already doing wonders with our scrub ass team. There, okay. We were in first Hold place a after a couple Hold days. Hold on a second. You just over-exaggerated in the negative there. We're not a scrub <laughs> team. Like, we're not a great team, but this is not last year's team, and it's not the year before that's team. Like, this team is actually... How many wins are we predicted to have this year coming into the season? Look, man, predictions are just that. They're just predictions. Players play. I, I take no <laughs> stock in projected wins at all. Because there, there's too many, there's too many circumstances that go into okay. what the final record is going to be. I by the projections, we were projected to be a scrub ass team. Sure. Okay, look, so throw the projections you, out. Let's look at what we've seen over the first week. We've seen. I just team, appreciate that Matt railroaded me on this, considering that he brought. How did I railroad you by introducing the baseball? Yeah, he was transitioning. <laughs> he's the one that runs the. He's the captain of the ship here, man. I just don't want you want AJ to kind of reveal his hand too early, which he There's already nothing, has. I, yeah, AJ, what do you think about the Tigers? <laughs> I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't revealed anything in regards to the questions that you sent me. I, I will say so, a, AJ. You you said we're a scrub ass team. AJ said that we're solid. I didn't we're even just, say solid. I didn't like. We're oh. not. I, we're not bottom of the barrel. I would say that we are. Right, we're not average, getting better. I I'm think a, I'm, a, I'm a little disappointed in three and three. <laughs> I think I've watched all the games not as disappointed so far, as like I am at, at four the and beginning four. of the season, God and you were like three and three. You'd probably take it. I don't know, man. Just watching the games, we could have won about two yes. of those games. A lot of it hinges on whether Bum a guy like out here 
grounding the double plays. A, a lot of it hinges on whether a guy like A.B. is a flash in the pan or if he's going to actually be a piece for us going forward. Because, well, 100%. he's not going to be what he's been. Antonio obviously, it's impossible. No, Paul just oh feels comfortable yeah, enough the, to the already Buccaneers nickname are, a 22-year-old Rule 5 so he's got it. Absolutely. I am comfortable Look, enough to nickname him because he's incredible. I'm just saying with him, Badass everybody Badu. has got to tap uh, the brakes on this kid. I will don't, say. To, don't make him no. out to be the. No. What? You know what I'm saying? No, he's he's Brennan Bob. <laughs> that's what. See, that. that he's Brian, Brian, that's he's exactly what I'm worried we have, about. We have no, we have no idea exactly what he's going what to I'm be. But he, he has been so fun to watch because he's he's unexpected, right? Sure. So all uh, of the and guys. He, and it's been a great story for them. the first week. So many of the guys that we expect to be the core of our next playoff slash contending team are not even playing regularly. Right. And. So when you get a surprise yes. like this, who I would compare to J.D. Martinez, no. the way he's kind of come out of nowhere. No, I'm not saying he's going to be J.D. Right. Martinez. Uh, no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. J.D. Martinez was a scrub. J.D. Martinez was a scrub when we brought and him. And after he got nobody traded. Had any hope, nobody had any hopes yeah, for him. And he broke that. out in a big way and then sustained yes. it. Okay? I'm not saying that he's going to do that. That's obviously would be incredible if he did. But – we have the hope that, oh, my God, this guy's breaking out out of nowhere. He might be one yep. of those extra pieces. So what did we talk about for a long time? That we probably have the pitching in the organization, 100%. right? Like we can – with the pitching that we have in the organization, we can probably contend without getting more pieces. If we hit on a few of the position okay. players that we've brought in, oh, like we can shoopy. conceivably – we no. can conceivably buy the rest of our team. I, like you can go buy a few I bats agree. in contend, yes. right? So – if a guy like him comes Badu, out of nowhere that, and we don't have to spend even, on his position, that's a fantastic do, thing. Can I get can I get the proper pronunciation of this guy's name? Badu. I really don't. I don't. I thought it was Badu. Yeah, like okay, Akeel so that's Badu. what I was saying. Badu? But I, is that okay. what I'm hearing? Okay, I, I thought that's what it was, but I you know guy I say a lot of things. Not yeah, great. Like um, shoot. No, so it, it, if Badu comes out of nowhere to be one of those pieces, to be yeah. one last bat that has to pan out or that you have to buy, that's actually a big a step, step to me. So, so I listen. He could be garbage. Like he really could be. I mean, it's been six games. He he could be. He could do this for half a year and then fall off the yep. face of the earth and be nothing Brandon the rest Bob. of his career. But it is cool to like this, this early in the season have hope mm-hmm. for someone like I that agree. that you weren't counting on. But to have that possibility there, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And then you got guys. Boyd has pitched very yes. well this year. Should have won we, yesterday. A, a lot of people, a lot of people were uneasy about him. Would that be oh, unfair to say? AJ, little disappointed. We should. We very easily could be five and games. One. Hold on. I, all right. It I have a stat easily. though, and this is I, like obviously it's not an end all be all, but there is some, like you. Uh, okay, Ryan. I know you're kidding about it, but I have alluded to this already on chat. About five and one. No. I'm not because I've watched pieces of all the games. So and so. The Tiger. We lost two games by ridiculous. All right, four, four, two. My bad. Yeah, you're right. We people (laughs) lost to the Indians pretty bad. Tigers right now have a different run differential of minus eleven. I'm sitting here with the second highest run scored so far. It's on ESPN. No, it's true. It's minus eleven run differential because nine to three lost to Cleveland and a fifteen to six loss to 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 the Twin Cities. 
We've won. We've won our games by one run, three runs, and one. It's run. just it's oh, wide. Okay. Lost by Baseball one run, six runs, an and average. nine runs. Baseball oh, reference has it as an average. So like we're average minus one point eight on the got season. It, got but it. So, th- but this, but this is why it's funny hearing Ryan and all of you talk about this because you know I have been kind of really pissed off at the White Sox start after alluding from last week what we were talking about. We have 48 runs scored. The only one higher is the Cincinnati Reds, who are on just, like, cocaine or something right now because they have 57. They're on that yeah, Dustin Johnson. They, they're going crazy. But I'm just, like, the White Sox are 4-4. Four and four. You guys are 3-3, three and three and you have all these positives. All that. I am, like, running out of patience already. We have a yes, plus 12 run difference. but you also had higher expectations for 2021 but this is a, did. And also, Tony LaRussa has already had to publicly apologize for losing a game for us. Matt, you kept, you you gave me such what? a hard time about Tony LaRussa already, and this dude is already blowing so, games for us. It's been it's been <laughs> half a dozen games. It, okay, it's been eight games for us, and we're four and four after scoring forty eight runs. This I this well, is exactly having shitty pitching. Is it his fault that your pitcher sucks? So you talk what? about run differential. Relax. I can't relax. I have plus 12 run differential. I have the second highest offense in the you league. You just shut out the Royals. What are you bitching about? Shut the Royals. The <laughs> yeah, Royals. Like, hey, that's, a, that's a former World <laughs> Series champion. I have a question. Yeah, that's I have a question. Team, though. <laughs> Dylan, I have a question. The problem so is like, you're taking like, an NFL t- mindset and you're applying it to the baseball season. If you have a really bad couple of weeks in the NFL, you're, you, have a, you have a tough problem in your season a big problem in your season in the mlb the New York Giants. you have a, you have 162 games man the fact that you are freaking out right now is ridiculous i am freaking out because well, i am already the, seeing what is going to hurt us in the postseason no you're but you're making a major a major assumption so so take the seattle game the other day it's la Russa's fault that keichel couldn't find the strike zone and then he goes to his long reliever who promptly gives up five runs mm-hmm. Like what? What do you want him to do? Your starter couldn't do it. Your long reliever couldn't do it. Like at that point, you throw your hands and, up. And right, and we again, lost today. I, my Move concerns to are it's a not season. In, solely on him because our bullpen is god awful. What I just said explicitly in my actual words was that I am seeing things that in the postseason are going to hurt us. Those are just factual. For sure. We have a geriatric, and we have a bullpen that is garbage, which means (laughs) that combination, he may get dementia midway through a series and wind up throwing starters out of our bullpen. So you you know what's happening here, and it's kind of sad to watch. Um, You're the only one in this podcast that thought Chicago was close to winning a World Series. That's not true. AJ did, too. That's not true. uh, Well, AJ's nice. No, no, you I'm weren't. Not intri- no, I know. I don't want to hear. It. No, you're you're literally listen, wasting listen. everyone's time. I don't care. You I don't are going to I'm blame. taking my headphones off. You I'm are not going to blame Larue. Oh my goodness! I don't care. You are I going to blame Larue. I don't care. No, Paul, I, you're off base here because I don't we all shit. talked about how good Chicago, the Chicago White Sox, could have been. The the one thing I would say and why I would bag Dylan about being upset about you know four and four and hey it's so early in the season or whatever is just as a Tigers fan we've seen. more more than once, where that one game oh, can for help sure. decide it your can. season. Like I think we lost a pennant by like the, the, AM, yeah. or the the central 
pennant yeah. by a game. The reason we're in a game 163 yeah. against yeah. the Twins all yeah. those years ago is because we didn't have listen, I, we got hit. Listen, so I say. So I'm not going to sit here. He did get hit. I'm like that dude on the yeah. elbow pad today. Yeah. So the reason that I would sit here and back Dylan about these early games and maybe even dissecting it a little bit too much is because these games count all the same. I they agree. Count the same 100%. Games 158, yeah. 59, and 160. And that can, you know, if obviously Dylan wants to win the World Series, uh, that can set up your entire playoff run yes. and be a difference between you being, you know, 6 and 2 right now or 5 and 3 and even 4 I, and 4. You're so 100% that's correct. Dylan right. on, and that's a, that's a reason I'm a bit upset that we're only 3 and 3 because I want every yes. win that we can get. I will explain it like this, and AJ, you should be able to understand this. None of us ever talked about Chicago having an elite pitching staff, and we never thought that their bullpen would be even good. And if you don't have those things, you are not a serious. So team. you're not. I don't care how so good you're your correct is. because when we had this conversation, I think it was back in January. Maybe it might have even been December at the end. We talked about how good the White Sox, like the potential that they had. But I do remember saying that the one thing that was going to be a problem for them was their pitching. Absolutely. So my point is, if you don't have the pitching, you aren't the team that's ready to win a World Series that you thought they were, and you cannot blame your manager, even if he was the wrong hire, when that team doesn't pan out because you don't have the pieces. Is that not fair? Yeah, it, it, I think it is fair. Do 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 we know that right now? So like you, so you talked about guys like uh, like Badu. Right, like if somebody comes along that's just like this unexpected, right. not even sensation, just like a core piece of what you're doing in the future. Like there's obviously still time with it being early in the season that I don't know that we definitively definitively know that about any team, whether it's the White Sox or Tigers or whoever, where if there's a guy that comes out their bullpen and he comes out and you're like, oh, like that dude's actually... like that The best way serious. that I would describe it for anybody who doesn't obviously isn't going to follow whites the white Sox nearly as much as like myself their problem right now is like a less how would i put this because the pitching isn't as good but it's not inept but it's a very detroit tigers jim leland era type of issue where the bullpen is so broken that our pitching staff isn't actually been that bad so far. Carlos Rodon has actually had a pretty good outing. Lance Lynn had a shutout. Yeah, had Lance Lynn had today. a shutout today. Keuchel had a bad spot, but Lucas Giolito's been incredible. Like, exactly what I would hope. And that clearly wasn't an apparition. But the problem is, is that, Paul, what I would say to you to answer your thing, is that whether or not we have these bullpen-based issues, having a manager that I do not trust with this problem position that, to be fair, out of everything, the manager is kind of the one who controls success of the bullpen, whether your, your unit is good or not. We literally saw it in the World Series this last year. I, like, it doesn't matter, because, like, let me put it to you this way. If the White Sox were to be crazy buyers, let's say that Giolito, Lance Lynn, Rodon, that's your one, two, three, and they're doing incredible, right? Which... I think they probably will be at least good enough. If we spend, which we should, on the bullpen, I still have my problem where the guy controlling that bullpen, I don't trust, and I'm already getting reasons not to. 
That's the problem. You are also looking for them because you have not given Tony Larusa even a shred. I have no reason to. I, I <laughs> will. You, you I will defend three Dylan World on this. Series championship reasons too. I will defend Dylan on this. There, there go, is nothing wrong for having an opinion and then looking for evidence that supports that opinion. That's like, literally what everyone does every there day. There is, but you're not even keeping yeah. an open that's mind how, to the chance that he might, he might surprise you. Uh, okay. There, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, to go back to your original question, Ryan, about what we definitively know. So, yeah, it's early in the season. We don't definitively know anything. But we knew before the season that we thought these would be the Chicago's trouble spots is pitching and then especially bullpen relief. But I'm not even I, – I think their pitching staff, their starting is fine, but I don't think it's elite. And so, which is okay. But when you combine that with what I think is a subpar – bullpen i think that's a, a real bad recipe and so we we thought this going into the season this was our preconceived notions then the season starts to happen and you see what's actually happened as dylan said they're pounding the ball they're scoring runs and they're still at 500 so very early in the season but when you see it playing out how you imagined it would even though it's early no nothing is definitive right now but i think that you have a pretty solid basis that that's probably how it's going to be this season. But again, as I had contended, and I think is a good justification, is that, again, I can plug the holes and still wind up having my primary concerns still exist. Because if if of those three things, the only real issue I have is the bullpen, I can, in theory, at the deadline, fix it. Whereas, if I have a managerial flaw... And I'm yeah, seeing it already. I can't fix that. Yeah, that is I, my problem. Right. And the so and the I, other I, thing, like about the bats, is the game that the bats are performing, and the Sox are smacking the shit out the ball. Those are the games they're winning. And all of their losses, they haven't scored right. more than four runs. And that lineup should be able it, to. <clears throat> but this this goes back to Paul's and our conversation about pitching. What's the what's the least amount of runs that they've scored in a loss? Did they get shut out? Okay, uh, so no, they've three. scored three runs. You sh- in every yeah. Game. So if they've scored at least three runs in every game, your pitching staff you want to ideally think is not going to give up that ma- like you should be able to win games three to two. Now, of course, your pitching staff might have bad games, but four in eight games that's pretty significant. If you've scored at least three runs in all four of your losses and you haven't pulled one of those out, that that to me is, is as I would say to Dylan, I know I've told you to be patient, but that is concerning. That is concerning. The thing I'll say about La Russa is... I so I am fully on board I mean, they, with. They gave up zero twice, and they, I mean, obviously they won both games. I think that the biggest impact... <clears throat> And I don't think it's close. I think the biggest impact a baseball manager has on a game oh, is managing the pitching right. staff. I have I have preached this saying. forever. You can cost your team runs, and you can save your team runs like a ton. That and I would say roster movements heading towards extra innings, which doesn't happen as often. So the greater impact, yes, is the pitching staff. But we saw this with AJ Hinch yesterday, or was it? No, the day that uh, two days ago. He subbed out Harold Castro for Miguel Cabrera going into the 10th inning because Cabrera had made the last out and the new rule change, which we can talk about later. 
put Castro on second base in the bottom of the tenth instead of Miguel Cabrera. And so I think that that impacts the game as well, but obviously not to the extent that managing the pitching it, staff does. It does. I, I don't I don't want to diminish what managers do and say this is the only way they impact the game, but I think by far if you have if you have a manager that is amazing at that and sucks at literally everything else, yeah. I think he'll be one of the best managers of baseball right. still. Yeah. Period. Um so to Dylan's point, I absolutely agree with you that that's huge. What I think personally is this year if, if the pitching staff plays out how, A, we've seen it and what we how we expect it to be, and it's just not that good, especially the bullpen, I don't know how well, you can properly that's judge the, it. That's the problem is that at least as it current – and again, early reactions and everything. But in the early start of this season, the pitching staff has the, – the, the rotation specifically has looked better, not worse. Yeah. That, so, that is why I'm so pissed off because, like, Giolito in particular has has absolutely just been incredible. That, right. Like, he is absolute. I don't know what it is the White Sox did. They need to keep doing that because this is a career resurgence no one saw. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, AJ but, knows this. G- what Giolito hey, has turned around and done at his age where he's been – is incredible, and if he and yeah. we're and Rodon is all, also starting to look a lot better. If we are getting that type of production, and then Lance Lynn is showing what he has today. If I have a three deep rotation, I know is damn good. This is where all the things that I am worried about and stressing about become amplified and worse because of it. Because what AJ said, because like that we are on average going to be getting about four, at least four runs a game most of the time. I mean, that's just how our offense is working without Eloy Jimenez either as well. Right. So I that's say. a big loss for you guys. And also Tim Anderson's out on the 10 day. I, I L is it? What's yeah. It's now? injured list. Now they yeah, took. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim Anderson's not playing either. All AJ jokes aside, that's two major guys in the offense. Yeah, and we're still beating the shit out of the ball. Yeah. And, and our pitching staff, the, the rotation looks good. Then I have the issue of the geriatric and the one thing that he can control the best, and it's the thing we suck ass at. And right. I warned you guys about the Minnesota Twins. I am terrified of them. They are well, going yeah, to they're sweep the class us. Of, they're the class of the division. I, I mean, yeah, the Twins are They've just won it the last three years in a row. But it's – no matter how good your rotation is, they're not pitching complete games every no, night. No, I agree. Like, at some point, Larusa has to go to subpar pitchers, and it's I don't know how you can say because they've been subpar. It's just hard for me. Listen, if he's yanking guys too early to go to a shaky bullpen, then I think you have a much better argument that he's a bigger part of the problem. But I haven't seen that. I mean, I the the one game that I seen a lot of was the the Sox Mariners game that you guys lost eight four. That Keiko literally couldn't find the strike zone the whole game, and he he kept him out there as long as possible through five innings. He somehow miraculously only gave up three runs because when I say he couldn't find the strike aware. zone, I am aware. I promise, I'm aware. Literally, like half of. And his then pitches, the guy right after him wound up doing him. worse, and it's like, oh, thanks for so that. So Dylan, here's but so that's here's the a... thing. So what do you do? You let him go. I'm sorry, no, you're AJ, good. but you, you let him go as long as you possibly could, and then the moment you replace him, you're like, this is why I left him in that But long. also, you're, to be you fair, do? you're also talking about, at best, my fourth in my rotation. Like... Which, well, that should, that was just an example. Like, off the, at some point, you have to go to the bullpen. I mean, 
I agree. So that your top three has been pretty darn solid. But again, you got to go to your bullpen at some point. And Larusa has limited options. Yeah, mentally, and a bad bullpen can make a can make a manager look very bad. So, look at look at the Tigers when we had elite elite pitching yeah. staffs. Started. That's why I was mentioning still, that. Now, obviously, the pitching's not as good, and I wouldn't even pretend that it is. But our offense is better, and that's where it's like uh, God bless it. By the end of the what season, were you saying, by the AJ? end of the season, I'm sorry. I this White Sox offense is probably going to be the best in the entire league and we're going to be hampered by that bullpen that's it and the manager yeah but i don't know if i don't know if i would go as far as to say that your lineup right now is better than the tigers lineup. i have two of my guys missing so yeah i would say obviously it's not as good is that the year everyone thought we were going to put up like no that was the first miguel year right or first prince fielder year where everyone that was was it yeah i remember that because and then prince like he bat like 224 or something yeah that was I mean that that well, lineup we, that we, we had. We made the best trade. That guys, I mean, that like, was. I could understand why people said that, but that's actually one of the things from my baseball fandom. I I always remembered is just like before that year, everyone was like, "This Tigers offense is about to." Set that was records. a 2011 year, I think. Did not. And then we missed the playoffs that year, and then the next year with right. that same lineup in an addition or two, we were in the World Series, and then the year after that. We hired Brad. Austin. No, we traded for Kinsler. No. got rid of no, Prince. No, no, oh, no, that was fourteen. Was it? Was it twenty eleven? Didn't you get to the ALCS against the Rangers in twenty eleven? Wasn't that the Nelson Cruz Tiger Killer year? I, I thought we beat the Rangers. No, no, because no, Nelson no. Cruz destroyed. You know us. what? You might be right. Well, he he because two thousand eleven, the Rangers were they lost the World Series to the to, Cardinals, to the St. St. Louis Cardinals. I remember and that series. Two thousand and twelve. Yeah, I think you're right, Dylan. And then two thousand twelve, we went back to the World Series. Yeah, got that swept was by the Giants. Two thousand thirteen was the Ortiz home run. Two thousand fourteen, swept by the Baltimore Orioles, and then we haven't been in the playoffs since. Yep. There you go. All right. So, so are you? I say, are you yep. gonna get to these questions? It's not I really about Well, let me say this before you get to the questions. Sure. Given what you know about your bullpen, okay. Yeah. Given what you know about your offense, I understand the frustration. Welcome to being a Detroit Tigers fan in the early aughts. Okay. <laughs> the other thing is this: see how this year plays out, and then start to get frustrated and bemoan the franchise based on the moves that they make in the offseason. If they address the bullpen, you have about one more year left with this lineup. About one more year is what I would give the White Sox. So enjoy the ride while you can. I'm speaking from somebody who's been in baseball poverty since 2013. You know I can't, though, but I'll try. (laughs) But I'm just saying, enjoy the wins when they happen. Understand why the losses occurred, see the moves that they make this offseason, and then hope to God that you get to the promised land next year because after next year, it's going to all start falling apart for you. I, this t- team has 91, 92 wins written all over it when it should be upwards of 98. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> anyways. I'm complaining about 92. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's because my expect you know what my expectation is. So a ninety-one wins to ninety-eight wins is not something that I'd be like, oh my That's gosh, the I, world I, is imagine burning. Imagine being like a Warriors fan after they won seventy-three and nine, and you're like, they only won sixty-seven games. <laughs> All right, Dylan, let's move on. All right, transition. Race cards being played. 
Uh, now we're on to what I am going to be deeming the burning stove, which is our AJ-centric... Oh, that's hot. <laughs> is our AJ-centric... Everybody can obviously chime in, but we want it to be orderly. This is bringing AJ in, because as I alluded to last podcast, AJ had a lot of participation with the baseball stuff. It's where his per- perspective is, frankly, the most stark. It's where he's the expert. Is, is exactly. what he was pro. There you go. So, I have questions that I'm asking from the perspective of someone like an interviewer. I am not pretending okay. I have these answers. All I am doing is going to be throwing up not softballs. We'll, we'll say 84 change-ups and hope that AJ misreads my pitches. And uh, we'll go from there. So, we are going to start off with one thing that we've been discussing a lot lately. The big one that we talked about was... Uh, last week was when the base runners passed each other. The one mm-hmm. that happened today was the abhorrent call, uh, the, the walk-off hit by a pitch. So what I would ask you, AJ, based off of all the stuff that is already starting to show in Major League Baseball, from you, AJ Riley, what would you say is a stupid rule that the baseball has that you would put the axe to? So I want to talk about that hit by pitch first, because uh, I told you all I'd look it up, right? Yeah, please. If that track man was correct, and we've all viewed that video, and we looked like it looked like that curveball was in the upper quadrant of the strike zone, correct? Yeah. According to Rule Five Point Zero Five B Two, a batter shall advance to first base if he is touched by a ball which he is not attempting to hit, unless. The ball is in the strike zone when it touches the batter, or the batter makes no attempt to avoid being touched by the ball. Hmm. So according to that rule, that umpire made the wrong call today. So I don't think that's necessarily a stupid rule. So we were correct in our conversation that if that ball is in the strike zone and it hit that batter, he doesn't automatically get first base. I have a question, because I've seen many times batters get hit in the hand. In the hand? In advance. Right. Your hands are not supposed to be over that chalk line. But like, they oftentimes you're out, are. You're, they oftentimes are, and you're outside of the batter's box at that point. So that is... So, that's that what is I'm, so why are they getting Because the umpires are not making the correct call. So it's not a rule problem? It is an enforcement yeah, problem? Yeah, that's what, what it sound, seems like. Because I've, I've never heard it come up even in a broadcast. Right. I, I, like, I'm 100% never heard... with Paul in this line of questioning because I always assumed it, it, if, if you're hit no matter what, no. you're gone. Like According you're gone. To, and this is the official 2019, and it hasn't I been I appreciate amended. you bringing up the facts here. It's very so, nice. So, like, according to the rule, if it's in the strike zone or he makes no attempt to get out of the way of the ball, then he doesn't get the base, and it's considered a dead ball. So, like... If it hits him, like today that ball hit the guy on the elbow pad, and you heard it click, like he definitely got hit. But it also looked like he was over the plate when he got hit. Quite a bit, yeah. Right. So, and that even goes into a few years ago when Max Scherzer had a perfect game, and the dude like kind of like nudged his elbow out there. Um, That was that's a whole other story. But um, yeah, yeah, it it seems more like an enforcement problem than it seems a rule problem in that situation. So back to your question. Yeah, yeah, back to your question about stupid rules. This is a new rule for 2021 that I cannot stand. And it is the runner on second base in extra innings. 
The last person that makes an out in the inning before, if you go into extra innings, starts on second base. It's Little League. It's meant to speed up the game so you don't get these long, drawn-out extra inning games. I understand the reasoning behind it because those long extra inning games are really taxing for a roster, but it's just not... It's not a rule I want to see kept around. Okay. Do we get to commentate on this at all, or is this all the uh, I would say that I think that you know the best times to interject. There's a lot of these questions, and you can even see them. Uh, the next question directly goes to his answer, so that's why I would say... Well, so I, I am... I, I don't... AJ, do you not agree that 20-inning regular season games are not needed? I, look, the, like in the, in the regular it, when season. you think about how rare that happens, that many specifically, but why? Why do there's it a all lot? I bet there season. are a lot of games that are going to exceed, you know, eleven innings that just have. Uh, at, to Paul's point, that's just glutton for pain on your lineup. It, in the regular, in the playoffs, right. obviously you play Entire, innings, right, whatever, entirely team. different. But, story. but this whatever. goes back to but my. In the regular but this season. goes back to my, um, twenty-eight-three Super Bowl Atlanta and New England Patriots, where you play one way during the regular season, and then in the Super Bowl, it's a completely different overtime rules. So I have a, I have a quick me, question for you. So you're kind go of. Ahead. You err on the side of old head on baseball, In right? certain things. I well, think I might shock they, you on some of these answers. They used, they used to just have Why ties. are you taking my second question, you dick? Read my <laughs> question! Oh, like, okay, like I'm sorry. All of I'm read sorry. My, like, I, didn't, I literally I didn't told questions. you to do this. He was like, AJ, why <laughs> should we not have robot arms? I apologize. Hold on No, no, no. Okay, you're you. done because I'm going to move on because you literally stole my question. No, this has nothing to do yes, with your question. Does. What? No, it it's in the same vein, I think. No, it's okay. not at all. No, 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 I, no I'm it's done. Not. It's my segment. It's I my segment. It's I'm moving on. I can I can I please no, finish? No, the question? because your question can be asked in the can next you start question. Start the question. So, Ayo. no, it's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It has nothing I, I, to do with your question. I'm it. telling you. I don't you, care. I don't care. It, I don't it's care. not. Fine. AJ, these games used to end in ties. You didn't have extra innings. Oh, I don't know. A hundred years ago. What What do you want? Do you want me to look up when they when they stopped playing ties? They used to stop playing when the lights were out or when it was dark. Like, I... right? It wasn't because the, the game was saying. over. It was because <laughs> they had no light left. But, but, we can't there's see. a difference. All right. Well, there was a there was a time that we didn't go to overtime. Overtime was a change. It wasn't. Can tra- we use the proper vernacular? They're called baseball. extra innings. Overtimes for when I you have a clock. Innings. There's no clock in baseball. I, That's what I the followed up of with it. extra innings. Yes, it's beautiful. Beautiful sport that you can never run out of time. Just opportunity. Uh, We we have changed the game by adding extra (laughs) innings. In every game has a result. We don't have ties. Every game has a result. Which is how sport should be. That was a good change for you. Yes. Goddamn right, AJ. Dude, why are you being like this to me today? Can we hurry up? It's already okay. This is what I'm saying, Paul. I, I I I changed my mind. I don't want you interjecting. You're completely destroying the flow of this. I'm sorry, but all respect, come on. I, I, I think I think that the long extra inning games, yes, they take a toll on your roster, but it's part of the game. So to answer that question, your rare 20-inning extra baseball game that you can get in extra innings happens so few times that you don't need to legislate a change to make sure that it doesn't happen. I think that most of the time you're going to see if you played regular 
extra inning rules, you're going to see maybe a 14-15 inning game. That might be the top end of it. Uh, very rarely are you going to see a 20 inning game. And so I just I don't like the strategy change and getting used to it for 162 games, and then in the postseason it changes. Okay. To me, now, that's a problem. With that in mind, my second question is very pointed, and I – don't pretend that it's not, but right. you are alluding to something that has been a very strong criticism amongst my, people like myself. Uh, Mike Valeni from The Ticket is very famous for having this sort of generalized opinion as well. The constant grips to the past that baseball seems to be obsessed about that seem like detrimental to the game. And, and Paul's off-tangent line of questioning is one kind of mode of that. But right. don't isn't it hurting the sport to constantly be pulling back on tradition and not evolving? It it depends on what you're pulling back on tradition about. Um, when we talk about integrity integrity of the game, I don't think it's ever a problem to um, pull back on tradition. But when like a ball that's out of the park for a home run, but someone ran past the guy, so they call him out. Well, no, I mean, that's, that's part of the strategy and rules of the game. That's always been a part of the game. You can't pass a runner on the okay. base pass or you're out. Your sentiment that you just said is what I'm alluding to, though. Always a part of the game. What other sports are using that as an excuse to not to evolve? That, like, baseball seems unique in the sense that that is somehow a justification in and of itself. And I, I do question whether that should be. So, so in that instance, specifically with the Dodgers and Cody Bellinger and all that, hitting a home run but getting credit for a single, do you legislate exceptions? It would be something where the game should evolve depending on, to be fair, kind of like what you said, where if there aren't like three 20-inning games every season, then maybe it's an overcorrection to put somebody on second base, like what you were saying. Right. It depends on volume. Like, if that Cody Bellinger situation is happening 10, 20, Constantly. 30 sure. times, then you sure. should evolve. But at, the, but at the same time, like, these guys, if you play baseball, you know that rule. I, I, I told you, that was just a mistake by Justin Turner. It wasn't because he didn't know the rule. That dude thought that the home run was caught and put his head down and started running. He was not situationally aware to what was going on. So that, like, to legislate because of a mistake and to change a rule for that reason, I don't think that's a good example. There are other ways in which the game should have evolved or we too often cling to the past that does, I think, create or hamper future um, growth. Which we will I'll, allude to later. On that, I'll, I'll, it's, it's right, one of the but problems uh, talk about right. baseball is how long the game is, and that added ten to fifteen minutes of them standing around trying to figure out what the sure, hell just but, happened but and how do we score this? On average, just common sense. The ball is over the wall. It's a home run. Count two runs on the next. But that's batter. but that's not but that's yeah, not also go, true because if that ball goes over the wall and Bellinger somehow misses second base, he, he can be called out okay, if they and appeal. That's, but see, and that's right. stupid. But it's, you it's have sweet. to touch the bases. Why? It's like a checkpoint in a video game, Why? guys. Why? No, like, it's not. No, yes, it's it not. is. Sure, it is. It's it's like that's it's like so making good. your free throws, dude. Uh, no, what? no, it's not. <laughs> One, let me let me say. Ball's out of play. It's over the wall. Everyone who's on base or at the bat is scored. Yes, sure, but 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 those runs don't count until they hit home plate. 
if I, somehow he starts celebrating and misses home plate, because play, baseball said that, so, it's always this, been that. And this but is what that's I'm the saying. that's the case You're with any rule that. in any sport. No, but but that again, as I have alluded to, they changed the intentional walk. But, the problem that uh, that AJ you don't throw four pitches anymore. AJ, right, the problem which, uh, that I'm having again, with your line of reasoning is that you're not giving reason for why to keep that in a current state of the game. Because again, all you're arguing is, oh well, that was the rule before. Well, th- that goes with anything in life. Just because it was the trend before is not an excuse. Right, but to think not about the order. Think about the order of things and the scorebook. What if Cor- Cody You're Bellinger have the comes around and scores, Justin Turner misses third base, and they call Justin Turner out? Then you've what got a whole base? screwed up situation. But again, this is where, like, Ryan, for example, who, to be fair, is what the sport should be targeting. Stuff like that is making people like him be like, no, this, is, this game is stupid. It's old heads trying so to stick to me- tradition. Dylan, maybe I can put it in a way that you can level with a little better. So, in basketball, how do you score? You score when the ball falls through the net, yes? That's that's what keeps track of the score. Nothing that happens with the ball other than going through the net is the score. Football, it's crossing the plane of the end zone. Baseball is unique. The ball has nothing to do with scoring in baseball. It doesn't at all. All the ball tells you... Is when and where and you in can order run. to That's score, you have to you. touch three bags and home the plate. Way you touch the the scoring has nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter if the, the ball goes the out of the stadium. Tell you to go it back doesn't right matter if the ball Brian. goes out of the stadium. You score in baseball by touching home plate. Touching home plate is equivalent to a basketball falling through the hoop. It doesn't matter what the ball did. A home run's not a home run because the ball went over the fence. A home run's a home run because the bat, right. batter that hit the Understandable. ball touched okay. home I, plate. I, I, no, so. Hold on, That's no, not I true. mean, I, I... Because if it wasn't, you could just throw the ball back out to your favorite okay. player and be like... No, hey, but I understand... Once the ball but goes... But see, that, was an, that was an evolution because there weren't always fences back there. Back right. then. I, I, so, I understand what Paul is saying. All I would say... I, I, I would all, only thing years I would say is kind of to both of you is that, fine, if that's the case, you can stick with it, but one of my... Questions later on is going to be alluding to this, and we'll go. We'll sure. answer it at that point. So, so, my so next let me. One, can I? I didn't really four. give my answer though. I said one. One of the problems that we do have though is trying to protect the history and make it still relevant to today. So, an example of this: 1961, when Roger Maris is going to break the home run record, they had evolved to a 162 game schedule, and they put an asterisk. You know what I'm saying? They put an asterisk by his home run record because he didn't do it in the same amount of games as Babe Ruth. To me, that's a bad clinging to the past. That's kind of arbitrary, though. DMX passed away. Who? Who did? DMX. DMX. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah, I I saw it coming. We we knew it. Yeah, well, no shit. No brain activity over the last couple days. Who? DMX, the rapper. DMX. DMX, the rapper. X going to give it to you. Not anymore. No. He's going to give it to you. Okay, go ahead. All right. So this one's going to be relatively short uh, because we already kind of already talked about this. And I don't – not necessarily Tigers or White Sox specific, but what would you say is an overreaction you've had in the season so far, whatever it may be, that you think is going to last through the whole season? Um, I think my biggest overreaction so far is – that the Chicago White Sox made a terrible hire as for their manager position. 
And like I don't think that really needs much explanation. They had a chance no. for AJ Hinch, and they took Tony Larusa, and that's not because Tony Larusa is a bad manager. It's okay? because of the style. It's you. because of the style and the fit and the roster that they had built. I I just don't look. I I like Tony Larusa Larusa for the most part, but I just I I was shocked when I read that news. Well, I'm depressed now, but we're going to move on. Robot umps. Should we have them or not? Yes, we should. Oh, shit. (laughs) So the the only question I have in regards to robot umps is if a batter gets hit, how does the robot ump? So so listen. Robot umps doesn't mean there's not enough. Just hold on a second. The way that the robot ump works is... There's still a live human being there right. for plays at the plate and things like that with a buzzer or something in their ear. Earpiece. Just their Yeah, they have an like in-ear piece, and down. when the ball's in the strike, strike zone, ball. they hear a That's buzz, it. they call a strike. Um, yep. And I think that the in- – listen, umpires are not as bad as we think they are. They're just wrong too often. Specifically, people like Angel Hernandez, who might be the worst umpire in – the history of major league baseball he's just i know his awful. name so that tells right. me all i need and to when know. you know an umpire's name it's problematic mm-hmm. so so i, I, I have no problem with the automated strike zone because ultimately right it's the same reason why i have no problem with instant replay either we want the calls to be correct specifically when it comes down to the end of the game and it mitigates the idea of this ump show being created where he can theatrically throw his arms up and go strike three on a ball that's two balls outside of the black. And so, also start throwing dudes out because he's upset that people are calling right. him out for his shit. Right. I, I knew that AJ was on the robot huh. ump team. I don't know why you guys are so surprised. I don't know because, because I, it's not I'm even, just surprised. It's, it's not even this old head thing. So the thing is... Nothing. Uh, it's it's there. Baseball's very unique. We we know that it is a very unique sport, but it's crazy how something so subjective. Not that it should be subjective, but we know very much that it is very subjective. Balls right. and strikes, but balls and strikes impact the game but so you, much. And not has just anybody the, here ever the, umpired? Ah, uh, kind yes. of. I mean, I, not I have what's the highest capacity. level that you umpired though? I have. Okay, I bet Matt probably. Yeah. MLB. So the high, the highest for me is uh, the 13, 14. Okay, so I did, same. yeah. So we're all at the same experience level. When you're behind the plate, your perspective does change, and that strike zone, it can be difficult. Like it's not an easy job. It's, hard. it's not an no, easy job at all. It's super hard. But that's so, to me, so, that's irrelevant. To no, this conversation. so I'm saying in order, like, to fix that, to make it a little bit easier, I think that it's important to have that automated zone. I will tell you, I will tell uh, you there's one thing, though, and, and it's going to be something I think Paul and Matt will probably be the only ones who will understand this reference, though. The, the robot umps, just with the way that you both have described it, I, I think it's probably necessary, but you better be careful you don't have a VAR situation on your hands. You can wind up having but it's in trouble with it. You know, you know what I mean. VAR is just a self-inflicted. I have no idea what that like, means. So let's for, just move on. It, it's it's soccer's review it's, system. It's, it's basically bad. instant it's replay for soccer, bad. but it's been implemented right. very okay. poorly um, by incompetent people. And that's people. the fear, is it uh, not? But the, the, well, so it's not because it, it would be electronic. Everything's electronic, and it's literally a computer. Well, right, but to be fair, in the World Cup, VAR is electronic as well. 
But it's not. It's a rough watching it and I saying okay. this is All or right. isn't. You know what I mean? Ne- like, it's still a human at the end of the day right. reviewing it and saying I, this I is what it is. Versus a robot ump, it's cut and dry and you can't right. argue it. And it's not – there is no, oh, it was close, oh, it was here. It just is what is. It doesn't slow the game down. It keeps yep. the game honest in, in – it, it would be the the easiest and best revolution in sports. I don't understand why it hasn't happened. Well, yet. that's number the question number two is why. All right, AJ, rookie to watch. And the reason partially why I'm asking, I have my fantasy draft on Saturday, and I need to know because it's a keepers league. What rookie should I be looking to get? But <laughs> number one. So all right, so rookie to watch for our team. Here you go. Okay, you're gonna know this name, but this guy is a rookie. And it's Randy Arozarena. He's a the AL's. He's a rookie still. He has a collective. Whoa. He has a collective 121 plate appearances in the major league in Major League Baseball. Holy shit! Yeah. So like obviously like that that guy's tops the list. A couple other guys to watch: Kyle Lewis from St. Louis, uh, Jared Klenick. <laughs> it's Aubrey or Audrey Ruckman, the catcher for the Orioles. Like, these are guys that are kind of come up. And then, like, the things that I've seen out of Akil Badu, I mean, (laughs) like, I'm not saying that he's a top rookie because he's not. Willie Castro is. Willie Castro hit 349 last year. So we'll see what Willie Castro does in the next month or two. But Akil Badu has been very fun to watch. I'm just like, y'all know me, I'm like, putting my seatbelt on a little bit because I don't want him to get so overhyped that Detroit sports fans who are good sports fans elevate this guy to being the next coming of Lou Whitaker, Alan Trammell, all these guys. J.D. Martinez, baby. So, like... Well, we don't talk about Whitaker's ball. Don't even get me started on that. We don't have enough time in the day for that. But listen, so, so... like, Badu is good. Can he sustain it? We'll see. Let's see what Badu is when people start adjusting to who he is. Because that is what made J.D. Martinez so good was that dang notebook that he kept in the dugout writing everything down and making adjustments based on that. And so that's he all forgot it is. when he was traded to Boston? No. yeah, I mean, he still was – I don't think Boston was a good place for him. Oh, no. Not at all. Because you're – like – if you notice, a lot of JD's home runs were center field, right center field, much like Miguel Cabrera, and and Boston is a cavernous like area in that it, it's got a real short left field, but that's not JD's game. So was Comerica. Yeah, though. but it plays different in Boston. I I, I can't tell you why. I I've think heard it might I've be. heard this before. <laughs> yeah, but I do. What what is he saying? It's I've the heard, air. I've heard this before. I don't know if it's the you know the reason why. Ortiz was so good in Boston. I mean, he was good anyway, but, like, he could literally pepper the left field wall, and he's only got to hit it 312 feet. I mean, you right? guys know that better than anybody. So, no, I mean, his home run was to right center field. And I just wanted to catch, stir up but, emotions, that's all. But, yeah, Randy Arozarena, uh, uh, Kyle Lewis, Jerry Klinik, all guys. Um, shortstop from Alrighty. Cincinnati Reds, Jose something. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but that's another guy to watch. But I wouldn't, like, a Rosarena, you're talking, like, second, third round to pick him up. The other guys, you could probably get fifth, sixth round. Okay. Uh, My sixth one is a guy who was a rookie last season, 
And I I know I don't know if maybe it's just me, but I have a feeling this is going to be the way everything is turning. How long until we have Mr. Tatis Jr., who I think is still hurt, but overtakes Mike Trout in your eyes as the best player in the league? Because I know yes, you, I, I, we said bets, but you know, just overall, how long until Tatis is, is the guy? So so this is the thing. I want to preface my answer by laying the groundwork every year there's somebody challenging trout for the best player in the game but there's always one person that they're always comparing them to and that's mike trout mike trout is the best player in the game not on the best team but he is the best player in the game okay you ask anybody in the game he's the best player in the game there's other people really good he's still the best the thing about tatis (laughs) i don't think it happens before Trout turns 34, and that's four years from now. Okay. Um, and the reason why is I, I was looking at their stats, comparing these two, very comparable, okay? Um, but Trout right now, his walk, his career walk percentage, and I think this is important, his career walk percentage is he walks 15.3% of the time. Nearly okay. double the MLB average. That's pretty good. Okay. He strikes out 21% of the time. All right. A little bit higher than MLB average. Tatis is only walking 9.2% of the time and striking out 27% of the time. It's just a change in the way that people are playing the game though kind of a steph curry it, type of thing, I, isn't it? I i i would agree with that however trout brings you i think more impact in your lineup with his ability to hit the ball not just out of the park but i mean his hard hit rate is something insane like um where was it at yeah, his hard he, he's hitting he's got a hard hit rate and let me see uh, that's percent of the balls with an exit velocity of ninety five miles per hour or higher. His hard hit rate is forty nine percent. So he's just smashing the ball when he hits it. Um, Tatis hits the ball a little bit harder than him though, fifty four point one percent. So these guys are comparable. I just think Tatis needs a little bit more time. And he needs to stay healthy. I mean, he's right. he's a thin frame guy, right? Yeah. That can break down. He needs to put some meat on the bones a little bit and 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 take care of himself. And he can become the best player in the game. I just think it'll take Trout slowing down a little bit around age 34. And Tatis then becoming... I mean, when Trout starts to slow down, Tatis will be turning 26, just heading into his prime. So if you start looking at that time frame, that's when I would say that kind of crossover is going to happen. At the very least, I think Major League Baseball is kind of writing their wrong when it comes to Trout because they are marketing the hell out of Tatis already, which is a good idea. They have to. Yeah, but Trout's in every one of their commercials, You can't blame Major League Baseball. It's Trout. Trout hasn't wanted to be that guy. He hasn't wanted to be the loud. It is good for baseball that Tatis is out there now. I do agree with that. 
Yes, it, I that's agree. true, one hundred percent true. I just, I don't, I don't want to blame baseball for not marketing their stars. Right. I mean, Mookie, so, I mean, so like before, a tr- before Trout, guy. who was, who was, who were the biggest stars? You got uh, uh, before Trout was who was before Jeter. Trout? Would probably, I would say Jeter was, was one of them. I mean, Cabrera was kind yeah. of so, the same so, time. So Jeter. So Jeter marketed absolutely no problem, right? He marketed no Cabrera, problem because he was in New York, but Jeter was not a guy that sought the marketability either. He didn't, but he didn't seek it. But he at least accepted it. More he accepted than Trout the does. ladies but then that you came to, as a part of it. That's he he, he accepted. I mean, <laughs> you go to a, you again. Go to a guy part like, of that is the byproduct like of the Cabrera, fact that he played for the New York Yankees. A little Yankees. different. If Mike Trout plays for the New York Yankees, we're not having this discussion. This is a this is a West Coast problem again, right? Trout's games all start at 9 30, 10 o'clock at night. I, I Nobody's don't know watching if I'd agree with that, frankly. I, I it's LA. It, it doesn't I mean, help. but it's LA though. It doesn't like, help. like but it's LeBron but it's James West Coast, star man. isn't hurt because he's playing for the Lakers. Yeah, but it's it's not the cool LA team. That's also so true. LA team. That is also it's and it's not cool even LA. LA. It's, it's the like one. it's true. It's it's Anaheim, so it's outside of the city where the Dodgers are actually in the city. So there's there's all of that kind of working but against Mookie Trout. But Mookie Betts is Trout. suffering the same problem. Yeah, I mean, but Mookie is marketable, right? He's got the smile. He's he's a good athlete. He can bowl on the P- PBA tour and all that. Like, <laughs> so so Mookie is marketable, and Mookie's the second best player in the MLB. I just if if Trout played on. Any team east of the Mississippi, I think that. But then, okay, but hold on. But if that's the case, then why is it that Tatis is able to be so successful then in that regard? Because he's playing for the Padres. Okay, name recognition. First of all, his dad. Everybody knows his dad, right? No, no one who is actually interested in Tatis Jr. Like I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay, and I know my. And so honestly, I don't know yeah, but you guys are also you guys are also like a few years younger baseball generation than I but the, am. To be right? fair, so that's, like, but that's what matters, isn't it? 100%. That's what I'm saying when it comes to. Tatis. But but you look at you look at Tatis. He's also kind of brand new, right? Like Trout's been doing this for eight nine years now. Yeah, this is on a really bad like this team. is like a team that's been bad his entire career. Well, they made the playoffs once, but like this is Trout's tenth season in the league. He came in as a nineteen year old, and Tatis, this is his third year in the league. He came in as a twenty year old, just barely twenty years old. Um, he's younger, you know. He he's got the flash, he's got the swag, right? Hair. That stuff plays the hair. That's what I'm saying. Like the swag, the bat flips. Right, he's just, really good. He's really, really good, um, and and I just think that it played like it. And, and last it, year was kind of really the first year that his star blew up, like because the Padres got the, better. It, yeah, it's all the that's sudden you part saw of it. That. The Padres got better. Like it in a social media world, you could see Tatis being a social media guy where Trout would not be. Right. You know what I'm saying? All, all so, I'm really trying to say here is that like. That frankly, baseball should do everything in its power. It can't, obviously, but to do everything in its power to make sure that Tatis has a very long career. Because right, him sure. being around, the reason I even asked this question, because of what you said, right? Because you said five to six years. What have I been contending forever about what's going to happen in five and six years in baseball? That Tatis, soccer's going to take over. Tatis changes how that works because he is Maybe. someone who is able to do the NBA effect. Where people 
maybe sure. like Ryan or my, or not necessarily myself because I I really do quite like baseball, but people can start to latch on to players in the way that the NBA is mm-hmm. able to grow in that way. And so having someone like him that you're starting out, he's on MLB the show, he's out yep. there, he has that brand. That's good in every yep. way for baseball. So I agree. So, I agree. And but see, here's the thing too, like get the dude a shoe deal right like oh yeah like like in basketball you have jordans you have lebrons right Kyrie's and when, curry yeah and all but but if you guys probably are too young to remember this but when griffey came out matt knows he had a shoe yeah he yeah had he had the he shoe. Had shoe it was black <laughs> with teal and white and it was nike and it had his logo on it like that that was the first ever real dope, and I never got a pair shoe. of them. But it's okay, it and and those that's, that's what I'm saying. Day, right? Like get that's where the NBA I think is better because you have those one you have the the marketable faces, you have the shoe deals where you can go buy the shoe. Like that kids growing up, it's not even a debate. The NBA is hun- way oh, better at marketing their stars. No, a, a million percent, um, and we'll get into that. But a million. Million percent, um, so yeah, I I agree with you. I I mean I like Fernando Tatis. I and I, I think love that, him. I think he's a fantastic. Yeah, I do too. I, and I like the swag. I like the bat. I players. like him for the same reason. I like like the reason I, I still like, think Trout's biggest problem is his team sucks ass. Well, yeah, but uh, oh okay, Matt. <laughs> hold I, on, you don't get how how much TV time you're gonna right. get if your Matt, team just continues to suck you. ass. You're not making. I appreciate you saying that because that, I agree that, that you know the I next agree. question that I have is in alluding to that because to be fair, I was able to get a firsthand experience of the new Anaheim Angels. We no, it's ha- not their year. Uh, but I mean that in the sense of finally at least giving Trout a platform to show himself. That's what I mean by that question. Not in a con- like title contending way, but maybe a playoff berth because they have the, Shohei Otani and they have, sure. to be fair, a good manager. Like it, he, what Trout yeah. has now, he hasn't had in his career. So, but what they're lacking beyond Shohei Otani is pitching depth. First of all, and second of, of all, the only thing that's working in their favor is the fact that their division is not going to be that strong this year. The Astros are, again, going to be the kings of that division. And then you have the Angels, who could challenge, but probably will fall short. The Mariners, nobody knows what they're going to be. They're going to fall off the face of the earth at some point. The Athletics are 1-6 right now. And the Rangers, I mean, woof. So... That's the only thing working in the favor of the Angels. They have a, a, a pretty good lineup. Um, when you have Otani Trout and Anthony Rendon, I mean, that's pretty good. They, they've they got Jose Iglesias, too, who's, you know, I think one of the best defensive shortstops in the entire game. He's going to hit enough to be relevant, but um, they still have Justin Upton. Like, they can be, they <laughs> can be really tigers. good. Right, but what's going to hurt them is their pitching staff beyond Shohei Otani. Can we just acknowledge the fact that he threw a pitch 101 miles an hour in a game and hit a home run at 115 miles an hour in a game? It's like the first <laughs> time it's ever. Like, that's ridiculous. Oh, well, oh You yeah, see his celebration? Ridiculous. That was incredible. <laughs> when he waved goodbye to Trout's home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that's, that's, awesome. that, that, that's yeah. the kind of stuff baseball needs more of. Uh, it that, is. That was my favorite part. So tonight, 
Trout hits a bomb in Buffalo that hit off an elementary school, apparently. And that's like the big news. Whoa, 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 wait. So, but as in the Toronto Blue Jays? Yeah, they're playing in Buffalo this so year. So are they, are they playing in the uh, downtown stadium where the minor league team is? Or not minor league, but like the double A team is? You know, I'll have to find out for you. I could probably I know, tell you. Because I know where that stadium point. is, and it's like right in downtown, and it is definitely not built for major league power. No, so they, so they, they have um, – I don't know if it's that field or not, but I know that they made a lot of changes to that um, site to mm. make it MLB ready. Huh. Because – uh, yeah, so that's cool though. Good for, inside the, good for the city year. of Buffalo. I love yeah, for you, sure. Y'all know I love that city. That's good for them. All right. Um, okay. Going a little bit towards the Tatis thing, we've alluded to this in the second yeah. question and what you were recently alluding to. So, how can baseball recover the youth issue? I think that Tatis is the way. Uh, but what about yourself? So. I want you to hear every word that I'm about to say. Uninterrupted. Everybody is now off. In the United States specifically, baseball has become too elitist of a sport. And that is hurting their reach among the youth. It's not accessible as it was even when I was growing up. Now everybody has to be on a travel team, on an elite squad, have a private coach and a private tutor um, for the game of baseball. And to me, while that might produce okay talent, it doesn't help grow the game. Mm-hmm. We need programs like, um, is it, um, we need programs in the inner cities that are helping grow the game of baseball there. Uh, I, I think there's, at, at one point over the last few years, there were like, three African Americans in the major leagues. Yeah, I remember. That was uh that was in the mid teens, I believe. Yeah, and and it, it's not that it's not that having African Americans in your game are gonna make it more, you know, a, a, a better product or, or anything like that, but when you're when you're neglecting that amount of the population because you've made it inaccessible, that's when you have a problem. The second caveat, or not really caveat, but the second point to this growing the youth movement is what we were talking about with Tatis. You have to market better, and most of that comes from the commissioner's office and their blocking of content. The way that the MLB has kind of mitigated content creators from using their stuff and um, putting it on social media and blackout restrictions with MLB TV and things like that, I don't, I don't typically have cable, right? So my brother and I subscribe to MLB TV. I can't watch the Detroit Tigers. I live in Detroit because of blackout restrictions. And I understand there's contract problems with local TVs and, and, and regional sports programs and all that. But like now that I have cable with Hulu, they can't even make an agreement with Bally Sports, so I still can't watch the Tigers. So I have yeah, to, sports. so I have to listen to the game on the radio when it's happening live, and then go back at night and watch the game. At least you're in a market where that's not the worst experience in the world. Sure, not the worst experience, but like make your content as accessible as sure. you can, right? Till Double D retires, then yeah. it's oh, gonna that's going to be rough. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 
Uh, but I, I, I guess that I will say kind of branching your two things together when I was thinking about this and I always think about it in terms of the other sport that I've followed oh, and JD have... Martinez with a good day today. God thought he fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> Stop. Uh, so I, I think that the, the reason why I brought up Tatis and I, I'm going to continue to do so is because of everything that we've talked about with him. I think that Tim Anderson is another example. I, I like, I think that the, whenever there's like a really good fielding play or you have it with the Shohei Otani showing off sort of, and this is kind of goes back to my second question when I said about gripping to the past, like why is it that when someone celebrates, then all of a sudden they need to be hit by a hundred mile per hour missile. Like that is the kind of stuff that needs to stop. You need to be able to kind of, foster an environment where to be fair baseball can be a little showboaty yeah i but so i don't necessarily have a problem with the unwritten rules i i I think you need to be smart about it and take your chances that Um, the one i mentioned that's stupid and dangerous i that no there's no place for that there isn't yeah i mean yeah but the the general consensus is if you're throwing at a hitter you throw at his hip like Oh, oh, okay. So in what other sport is, like, if LeBron James scores a crazy dunk uh, after he steals a ball on a fast break, the other team... He, he doesn't do no, crazy No, it's the same dunk every time. <laughs> fine, oh, fine, 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 hater. Who, whoever... I can tell you, I could do LeBron's dunk. He doesn't. But uh, my point Cock is... back is behind the head, throw it down, that's there it. There is no other sport, though, where then all of a sudden on the other end of the floor, someone's going to be throwing elbows at LeBron. Like, that's not yeah, going to happen. Yeah, but, I mean, he might get fouled hard. That's because the NBA got okay. soft. Yeah, All right, I agree. Well, I, that way. I appreciate that you're all missing completely the spirit of my question. No, the I, get, I get the spirit Listen, of your question, but it's one I, of those I, things I, that, like, I watched a football player take his helmet off and swing it at the helmetless head of <laughs> right. another football player. I, I don't understand your point. No, well, the other football, am, the other no, football player am, was racist. So but I am, all I am contending is that in uh, no other sport is a play of success. I watched Terrell Owens get taken out at the star in Dallas. <laughs> I, I, the op- you mean the should op- have been first the the Hall of Famer. All is astounding because you're completely well, missing no, the I, I, I think that, I, I think that you're clean. But it's true. Well, Showboating gets taken out in every sport. They have people right. on attack. It, it happens. happens. And that's the thing. Just like don't you, lie and say you show me up by showboating. You could have said Miles Bridges. You show me up by showboating. You should know this because it might. Right, the situation. It might be your wife's favorite sport. Hockey literally has guys who their entire yeah. role is I to enforce. I don't know if I would be using hockey as our That's as our primary job. example of a popular sport. You said what I other sport? I am giving you a sport. In any other sport, you do not have this level of danger as a retaliation for simply celebrating uh, that you did something good. Yeah, so but, but I don't. You're, you're, you're overstating, people, this you're is overstating, you're overstating the danger of it. You're overstating. Yeah, how often do people go on DL because of it's an not about purpose that. It's pitch? About why is that a response at all? <laughs> well, no, you said danger. You made it about that. This is also the only sport where the defense is in control of the ball. So they have more ability to take revenge. Yeah. So no, okay, okay. I, and you think sure. that's good? Like, okay, in theory, let's put, let's use this as an example. I don't say I don't say no, it's good, but no, I don't. But I'm using, I don't have a problem but this with is it. What, this is why I'm thinking about this because, like, 
Let's use. I love it because it leads to Brent's. No, because balls. what happens when Tatis Jr. gets a slam? <laughs> that happens. Then fine, he gets a pitch thrown at him. Then there's a brawl. Then he's hurt and out for at least ten days. That's not good for the sport. How often yeah, do these players the average, get hurt yeah, in brawls? Look, the best. The best example. When do these players ever get hurt in brawls? The best example is the Jose Bautista <laughs> bat flip. It ends the, the Rangers season. The next time the teams meet, they throw at them. Sure, okay, it should be over at that point, right? That Because that's part, everybody's accepted it. That's the way that it works. You showed us up, and he did show them up. But, yeah, but he had every reason to show them up. Like, that was a high-charged emotional situation. And, and I can't also say that one anybody, of the moments that most people, when they think of baseball, 100%. are going to think of. But you know what? Everybody also knows that that moment led to the fact that the dude got his jaw rocked because he took it a step farther. The Rangers did what they were going to do. They leveled the score, right? He had one up on them for the, the postseason home run. They leveled the score by hitting him with the pitch. Very next play, wow. ground ball. He slides hard into second base. You don't do that. It was over once he got hit with the pitch. He continued it on. It's just it's just leveling and doling out justice as you I just, see fit. And I, just, and I have no I problem with that. I, don't I even, just know that every time Dame Lillard I, has wound up ruining the Houston Rockets, they didn't all of a sudden next year have Clint Capella body slamming it. Like, that's because so, the Rockets so, are okay, so Again, minute details about my example. Dylan, you are, you are Paul all George about... a little bitch who's never going to resaliate. Dylan, you're all about celebration and making the sport more exciting, right? I, I totally Throw agree with you. Bat flip all you shit. want. L- listen, to toss your bat into the goddamn stands, <laughs> I don't care. Do a backflip onto home plate. Like, I'm cool with all that. But, but except the consequences if the of other pitcher action. decides he wants to waste a yeah. ball or give a free yeah. base, that's fine, too. The problem I'm cool is with that. You can do whatever you want. Because it can wind up being worse. I'm not saying that that is something Again, that happens you're making the, the exception, the norm, and trying to legislate exceptions. I think that in a sport that's dying, you need to start doing that. I, I have never seen brawls hurt a sport. No. Ever. No. I see brawls be on TV for yep. weeks, and people are like, wow, I'm watching to see the next yeah. time that happens. All right. On to number nine. What team... I didn't Nick- understand this question at all, what, by the way. But what, what? We answered it already. The, the Sox? No, it was the youth. No, we're not on number no. 10 yet. We're not on number 10. No. Oh. So... Number nine, and uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change. I'm gonna give a different team for this. But what team in five years will be the next? Let, let's say Padres, or you know, just that that up and comer that kind of sprouted out of nowhere. Maybe you want to say the Braves, someone like that. No. Somebody right now that's middling. That nap five years from now, we're gonna be like, holy shit, they're good. LT yeah, Braves. Yeah, I mean, baby. it's it's tough to say anybody other than the Tigers at this point, given what's Seems in our like farm right. system and it being <laughs> the number two ranked farm system. Okay. Um, a lot of that goes into when those guys come up, if those guys come up at the same time, if our core is still around. Plus, five years from now, you've got Miggy's contract off the book, which is only going to help the lineup in a lot of ways. Not taking him out of the lineup would help us in a sense that – He's spending. a bad player. It would help our spending. Um, I still, I mean, I don't even think he's the best hitter on our team anymore. Um, I still think he's good, and we need that presence, Badoo. but he's not the best hitter on our team anymore. Um, so I, I would say the Tigers, 
Um, the the Mets have done a really good thing over the off season. Um, they've got an owner that's all in too, so I wouldn't be surprised to see something coming from Queens. Um, man, that's really it's really tough because there's so many circumstances and situations that go into a five year prediction. Um, I mean, the Padres are going to be the cream of the crop in five years, I think. Well, yeah, I agree. With um, the, I mean, the they're Mariners, already yeah, good. they are already good, but they're they they still aren't the best team in their state. So I would I would until I they already can, told you I'm going to challenge you on that. Uh, until they can dethrone the the Dodgers, who are the best team in the National League, um, with the same core that they won the World Series with last year, until they can get over that hump, you can't call them the best team. Um, the Mariners are another sneaky team to watch because they've got a pretty young farm system as well. So I would I would say covering every inch of the United States, there New York down to. <laughs> Seattle, over to Seattle and everything right. in between. Those would be my teams to watch. I mean, you want you want to cover a little more ground. They're already good, but they're here to stay with maybe the best farm system in baseball. The Rays yeah. are only getting but better. But they'll they will never I, win a championship if they continue to rely only on analytics to make their decisions. We saw. We, I mean, we, is, saw, that's we saw. That's very that vague and weird tell, to say. You saw. To tell their Daryl Morey asses. I'm telling you, the happiest person, the day he got traded, was Blake Snell getting out of Tampa Bay. 100. Because he knew that the computer was making the decision, and 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 that limited what he could actually do. Took a World Series away from. Well, I wouldn't even say that, but they had a well, really good chance manager. of. Getting to a game seven if you leave Snell in to pitch longer that game. And so, to be fair, speaking of Blake Snell, he's on the San Diego Padres now. Yep. So my so my problem with that, in, in I'll agree with you on this, AJ. The problem is those analytics work best in the regular season. Yes. But if you've relied Once on you them for the so long and you've built this like comfortability with them you don't trust your instincts anymore and your instincts well that's are important. i mean you're getting paid a lot of money to handle that if that makes you sense. are getting so paid a lot of money to handle that but your instincts that's why that's why aj hinge is so effective he takes the information he does such a great job analyzing and putting people in the right position to succeed but then he still trusts his instincts when it matters the most well, he's amazing. Can we not? The best I don't, don't want to do this. <laughs> um, well, I mean. Wait, do you think that Chicago's bullpen woes would be helped if you had No, I, I will tell I'm not even kidding you with this. Uh, they, that's they that's what I'm saying. I, I, I am not joking when I say this. We would be scoring so much, it wouldn't be a problem. We would literally be out Why? Wait, our hold problems. on. Why is. Why is Larusa hurting your because scoring? The, no, well, you uh, got no, a guy. No, uh, if I may, um, and it, 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 to be fair, AJ is going to notice that uh, uh, when it yeah. comes to Larusa, La does not have pace in mind with a roster that is literally built to just run. That's just yeah. not how. That's just not how he. Because manages. he's an, he was a National League manager, and and, and it's a different game in the National League. You yeah. play station to station a lot of times. And we are built to be able to 
at any time, if a guy is on first, we should be getting him home no matter what. That is how this is built. We have. Well, I mean, that's kind of the point of baseball, but. Uh, you know what I mean, smartass. <laughs> I mean that we have guys that are. It's like, damn, you guys want to score runs. That's <laughs> Make sure you touch all the bases. I, I just appreciate that. I have, What I am trying to yeah, infer is that we have guys that are going sure. to be able to make extra bases on hits that right. every other team isn't able to do. But because we have a manager that is, I don't even know if he even knows he's managing baseball anymore. I don't know whether that's the case or not. And so instead, hyperbolic. But but when I see how you guys play and I think about how we would play with him, we would yeah. have an offense that would, I am not kidding, would outrun the rest of our problems. We would literally score so much. You, you would have you somebody saw a small You out. saw a small crazy. microcosm of that in the Tigers game against the Twins that they won in extra innings where right. yeah. two balls hit on a drawn-in infield, two plays at the plate, both executed perfectly, any other year that, that that happens in the Tigers previously, we messed that up. There's something different about this team right now, and you also saw it in the very first game of the season yep. with, 100%. I think it was Victor Reyes on first, Jacoby Jones hits a double to left center field, and they're like, you're going. Put the pressure on the defense that, all the time. That's why I think your Tigers answer for who's the next five years White Sox or whatever like that's right. why I think it's perfect because five years is just is, the right amount because of time. you'll have if Hinch doesn't have this together in five years, him Al Avila if he's still here, like everybody should be right. gone by then. If you're not a team that's at least in the White Sox, look, I I expect right where you think you can right. contend for a World if this, Series. I I expect I expect the Tigers to be, be closer up. to 500 than not this year. Yeah, next year I expect them to be. At least competing for a wild card, if not the division, well, and then the year after that, it's division or bust. And you know centuries about baseball more than I do, and I have the same yeah. kind of timeline. Like next year, if the Tigers are still ass and they're winning then seventy-five games, seventy-five. Like, I mean, oh, that's six games under five hundred. And in two years, that's, if if two years, if we're not within three or four games of like the division lead. Like, you know, at the end of the year, then I think is when you start, you know, really, really. But you but see, at that point, you don't raise the questions about A.J. Hinch. You actually raise the question. Yeah, you raise the question about the roster that was constructed. So that's exactly what I was going to say. But here's but yes, yes, we do. But here's what I think is the most encouraging for the Tigers. Our youngest pitchers and our best pitchers are going to be here for that five-year stretch, regardless. Scooble, Mize, Manning, Fiedo, um, Joey Wentz. Those guys, they're like, we have them for six years. Like, that, they're our guys. Candelario. Mize has been pretty good this yeah, year, by the way. Candelario, he's pitched once. Candelario might not be here. Um, Castro should be here. Um who Badu's a, a complete wild card, but at that point you'll have Riley Green with a year or two of experience, Torkelson with a year or two of experience, um, and then hopefully at some point they find some kind of first baseman because it is ridiculous to me that there's is, is well he should be, but they're trying to make him a third baseman because in their infinite wisdom they think that he's more marketable as a third baseman, and I'm like no, put him at first base. 
Well, so to be fair, isn't that what they tried to do? With Mickey no, when he I mean Mickey started his career. No, as No, that outfielder. was when Prince came here. When Prince came here, they yeah, moved. Well, no, that's not true. No, because, that's not oh, true. Thought, because when Mickey Mickey. came here, Sean Casey played first for us. Oh, Sean Casey. And Mickey was third, right? No, Mickey was in the no, outfield. No, not when he first came here. Not when he first came here. Oh, he was, oh he might have played a game or two game. out there, but when base. he was in Miami, he was an outfielder, third baseman. When he came here, he played third base with Sean Casey, if I'm not mistaken. And then once Sean Casey left, he transitioned over to first base. Yep. And Inge played third base. Yep, you're right. And then when we got Prince, he went back to third base. Yep. What in the world? Oh, here it is. No? All right, I don't want to talk about Tigers anymore. It's just making me more sad. Well, jump on the bandwagon, man. No, that we're going to have two World Series in the next seven. Oh, man. Oh my gosh! Knock on wood, please, God, knock on wood. So the thing, I don't mind them getting torque at third because I feel like playing third improves you as a defender. And then when he eventually moves to first, which is a different position, but a, obviously an easier position to play defensively, I think it will only help him. Like I don't think it hurts his development. Oh, yeah, but I mean, if you like Einstein said, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, you're gonna think it's an idiot. Well, they're not gonna judge him. They're just gonna eventually well, move on. hundred percent. Einstein was out here giving us like rest and, in peace, DMX. <laughs> Einstein was out here giving us bars and seventy years. Like ago. Torkelson is a plus first baseman. Why, why try to develop him at third when you could, like we talked about with Franz Wagner, pay him not to develop true. at first base not in the major true. leagues. Yeah, so truly, I, I, truly, I wouldn't. I would put, just put somebody else yeah. who's capable. And Candelario so is perfectly content third baseman. We're trying to force him to become a first baseman so we can make Torkelson become so a third I, baseman. I don't, it makes no sense I, I to me. I don't think we're necessarily, I don't think we're necessarily like to, forcing I, anything. I do think Hinch is smart enough to realize. like, Right, I but I think at a certain like, point just... with the general manager, his hands might be tied. Uh well, I, I don't think Avila's going to say I, I this guy's think, a third base and I then tell him she has to play right there. now has more pull than I Avila would probably does. agree with you on that. Even though Avila is right. his quote-unquote boss, I Chris think if Illich, you told, like, you know... He's like, yeah, who Chris do you trust Illich, here? Like, hey, you got to choose one. I, I think he would choose... All right. Uh, well, I I, th- I very much think within a couple years, and, and I guess I hope so. With, within <laughs> a really couple years, if we're not if so. we're not winning playoff games, Avila's gone. Yeah. And Hinch is not. And then you steal my manager, and then I'm left wallowing in misery until I pray that Jerry Reinsdorf goes the way of DMX. Hold on. You don't think LaRusa can pull double duty and you I'm, guys be fine? I want to move on. I'm depressed. I This was my segment, and now I, to Tony I, I just want to quit the sport now. <laughs> don't do that. I've always been kind of a side Tigers person anyway, you know. Uh, anyways. That's right. We've seen those pictures when you and the old We know Claire's a Tigers fan. I've always liked the Tigers enough, not more than the And Dylan roots on teams based on who his wife cheers for, right? (laughs) Like he did with the Saints? No, no. (laughs) I actually was with the Saints before I met her. And now I hate them because they have uh, All Lives Matter as their quarterback. Not Uh, anymore. Well... Yeah, not uh, they have a black on. quarterback. We don't know now. what Taysom Maybe. Hill has to say. You, you, hope. we don't Maybe. know what no, Taysom, Taysom Hill, Hill. Maybe. who plays tight end. 
All right, uh, going to number 10 in the last thing, and this is where I want AJ to oh. start being sad. Uh, to get some pain inflicted on nice. him for once instead of my So wallowing. I just realized that you didn't even number these in order, so I, I was ran out of space. why you jumped I, around. I ran out of space. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> now I see, because I was like yeah. expecting them in a certain order, and now I notice. Oh, no, he's trying to, he's trying to coax you into an answer. This Hold on. I am leading not, questions not going are to not the allowed questions. in the courtroom. What sport that you only use your feet? In? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me ask the question, and I'm not going to ask it how I wrote it. AJ, we have been very introspective about baseball. We have know the problems. We know the pluses. With that yeah. in mind, if you were to be, if you were to be Johnny Carson and try to be a be a medium, a psychic, and see to the future. What, if anything, do you see as a threat to the sovereignty of baseball? What what would be, if you were the commissioner, who are you looking at with a side eye and being like, all right, we need to watch out for these guys? The real answer that, is That was literally what I was going to say, Ryan. I didn't say that that was going to be an inappropriate question either, or answer either. That is that is literally what I was going to say, and here's the reason I was going to say that. I. I think baseball, as far as fandom goes, is going to have its fans because of the game itself. As in, I'm a baseball fan because I love baseball. It doesn't matter what other sports do or don't do. Um, It kind of is unique in that sense that it will draw... You know, we talk about it as America's pastime. That's more lip service because we all know at this point in the game, it's not America's pastime, right? Well, pastime kind of implies exactly what it is. So, I mean, so in in the sense that what is baseball's biggest threat? Well, if you're t- asking me right now on its biggest threat is Rob Manfred himself. More so than that, it's the game of baseball and their willingness or unwillingness to like we talked about earlier, get into the inner cities, grow the game, make it more accessible in America. I'm not talking, I mean, we see the, you know, rags to riches, poverty stories from, you know, other countries, but I'm talking about in, in the United States itself, if it wants to stay relevant, it has to stop being elitist and become the game of every man like it once was. Okay. Which I know that's gripping back to the past. I understand that Dylan. No, but, what I what I love is that everything you're saying about baseball is what I say about our actual country. So that's fun. Ew. So we need more leaders <laughs> of color. So I, I I think that I I think that the biggest threat to baseball is the commissioner. Um, oh, I do not like him. I, I do not. Can, I, I can tell. <laughs> I, I think he's the worst commissioner in sports. Um, probably because I pay attention to this sport more than others, but I still think that he's the worst. Um, you know, you can, before you change fundamentally who you are as a sport, I feel like you should try to change peripherally. Um, as in let's try all of these other things like social media engagement and accessibility and things like that before we go you know what let's play double headers but make them seven innings let's put a guy on second in extra innings to make the game shorter when stats have shown us that the average nfl football game is actually 
a few minutes longer than the average baseball game was. There's also so a few much less of them. Can I can I tell you that I actually hate that, even though it benefited the Tigers? Like when it happened, I was yeah. Like, this is but stupid. like so, a few years ago, the average NFL game was longer than the average MLB game. But but the action is different, right? Well, and also there's less of that. Like that's a false equivalency sure. because you also wind up having something like red zone that can wind up expediting it. Or again, there's only sixteen w- of them now. Seventeen. Right. Seventeen. Sure. I w- I will say one thing about baseball that I've I guess I've kind of struggled with, and I do think is a detriment. And I was thinking about this today, yesterday, whatever. Is like I could name realistically the top ten like NBA and NFL players. If you gave me the top ten MLB players, I don't well, know. Let's, that yeah, I know okay. Oh, I know some true. of the list. That's not but true. If you were you like, would hear this. That's true. Hold on, hold on. I don't know. No, if that's I, true. I would have heard of them. I don't know. I that would I love could to do the top ten in order. Just I we're gonna do it right now. I go. just pulled you it go. up. All right, number one, number one, yeah. Mike Trout. Do you know who Mike Trout is? Of course. Okay. Mookie Betts, number two. Do you know who Mookie Betts yes. is? Okay. Oh, God, he might not know number three. He should know number three. Jacob deGrom. Oh, yeah. that, I know that's a pitcher. He pitches okay. for the Mets. Okay, yeah, yes, so absolutely. So, yeah, you're right on. All right, Freddie yeah. Freeman. I've heard the name. I don't know. Does he play for the Braves? He does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Look at this. Like, you're killing it right now. You're okay, killing I'm, it right I'm now. Guessing Wa- I, it. Now, you'll know this one but for sure. Like He's probably Donald. one of your favorite I mean, players. Obviously, Juan, Juan Soto. Shit, he's on my tad baseball team. Does he play for the Angels? Nationals. Oh. You're you had the literally... colors, right? Right colors. <laughs> but you know who he you know who he is, regardless. Know, we're now we've we've talked we've talked about him we've talked about him a ton. Many, so you know who how Fernando many just regular sports fans know who Juan Soto is. Like and to me, I play that tab sports baseball game on my phone. That's the only reason I know Juan right. Soto. Yeah, sure. But everybody's yeah. gonna know Tati okay, Junior because he's on MLB the show. That, well, so, so so he's number six. I, I, you know, I do you know, know Tati's Junior. Pirates. You know you know Ronald Acuna. Like there's no way you don't know him. What I don't know a team. You play, I, does he play from the Nets too? Braves. Braves. No. He's on the Braves. Braves. You you know I've, you know Anthony Rendon. Does he play for the Reds? No no. Rendon Angel. was on the, was on the Nationals. Angels. Went to the Angels. A- okay. Angels now yeah. Christian Yelich. Everybody, uh, he, he was on knows. the Brewers. Yeah. He's, on, he's on the Brewers. Yep, and he smacked he smacked a shit ton yeah. of balls last year and the year before, really. Cody Bellinger, Dodgers. I I mean that's the top ten. You know all those players. I dude. know all of them, but there were three or four that he was guys unsure. That I couldn't tell you what. Here's what team they here's were. the thing. If you told me Luka Doncic, I wouldn't be like yeah. Rockets. Yeah. And also another thing. You know what I mean? Or if you told me, I'm sorry, Matt. If you told me Tyreek Hill, I wouldn't tell you he played for the Bills. Well, here's another thing, though, Ryan, that I would say to kind of your point. You know of them, but do you know what they look like? Exactly. Right. And not even really. And, like, even the reason that I I think I know of them, not more than you guys, because you guys are kind of all into baseball. Um, But I think I know – more of them than the average fan because I watch some of these Tigers games early in the season, mm-hmm. and because I I play that baseball game on my phone. Where Ryan, let me ask you. Just kind of Ryan, let me ask you a question. Last year, when the country basically shut down in March, right? If baseball had started playing in May, and it was the only sport you could watch, right? Would you have invested yes. time to watch it? 
the reason I say yes is because I watched those first two like Japanese baseball games <laughs> on ESPN. So do you remember those? The right. They were only the only the Korean league. Right. Korean league. So yeah, yeah, the Korean league. So let's say that that had happened, right? And you get more familiar with these guys, right? The point I'm trying to make in that example is a reason why I think Manfred is the worst is they could have been playing baseball last year by May. Uh, you're going to have that issue coming up with this new CBA, my friend. I understand that. And so so what I'm saying is they missed a prime opportunity last year to be literally the only entertainment that was going on. And instead, on. soccer took its place, which no, should I, make I, you yeah. sick. I agree with that because I, I mean, I started watching soccer, sort of. I fell off way more this year than I did during like last Premier League season. But when I see something about it, I still follow it, and I'm still right. interested. I, I, I don't think he's a good commissioner, but there's no chance anyone's worse than Batman. Like I and I know you guys aren't big hockey uh, guys. I just say, no, hey, this guy cannot I'm even. Not, that's for sure. Like as this as, guy cannot even figure out less best hockey players than like good baseball players. <laughs> this guy cannot even figure out Olympic well, breaks. Okay, like, I it, agree with you, but at least he got hockey back to ESPN. You gotta give him that. And that's a that's another I, big I, thing, I, right? Your your one sports conglomerate has basically turned itself into the NFL and NBA, which. Right, good on them for noticing it, the it trends, is, but like, but like really baseball. Fault. What? I don't really think that's MLB's fault. Though. No, I don't like, think they, it's MLB's fault, sure. but ESPN their the product NBA wasn't marketable enough for MLB to continue things like Baseball Tonight and ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. Like, growing up with Sunday Night Baseball and Johnny Miller and and Joe Morgan on the call, like that was the soundtrack right, of but the summer, and I, then. I, I, I will say that's that's how I knew who Joe Morgan was. Right, and yeah. so the ESPN Sunday, Sunday night, night or baseball tonight yeah. or whatever. Them John Cruck. Um, I love yeah. John Cruck. Uh, yeah, will be two K And and you don't have like you don't have especially when you talk about baseball like you have those characters that were bringing the game to you. And now if you tune into any baseball game, they all seem to be the same. I will tell you, right. AJ, to your point, in that mid-2000s, I mean, it yeah. helped that I had Ozzie Guillen, so, like, I'm always going to pay attention because he's going to say something right. crazy. But, like, that Baseball Tonight crew with Carl Ravitch and... Uh, and Peter Gammons. And Peter Gammons and Kruk. Like, they, I loved Kruk. He was my favorite. I oh, loved yeah. him. He was so good as an ambassador they, to the they sport. They were what NBA on... TNT, one hundred percent. Like, and then they—that's what they ways. were. And then, yep. like, they're all gone now. Where is Carl Ravitch now on that coverage? Well, he's still—he's—you know, his uh, role isn't as big as what it was in that time. Before I think he's actually doing play-by-play on some of ESPN's games now. College, not baseball, though. I have a—I have oh. a really important question, actually. I, I, I do think MLB the Show coming to Xbox. Oh, in the now you're getting bit. into my wheelhouse. I'm telling you, has it has it not the, been on Xbox? No, it was a PlayStation exclusive. It's a, it was for a PlayStation exclusive for a long time. Way. 
And I'm I've, obviously I wasn't ever. I didn't know that. Fan in the so world. MLB but the when, Show was only on PlayStation. Out, I'm for sure getting it on. Yeah. Well, Ryan, Ryan, like, hold on. And not only wait a second, that. wait so a second. It, it's better than that because. T- yes. Tell me, for how long has it only been PlayStation? Fourteen exclusive? years. Fourteen. No, years. you're I was kidding. Say over a decade. Say over a decade. So, oh, so what happens, AJ? So, so PlayStation, PlayStation's oh, their studios originally this. acquired the rights, and MLB lately were like, we want to sell to more people. Yeah. Xbox has been doing big things. You and can't keep cr- this game. Like, you either Paul? lose your rights or you do both. But Get I know what Dylan's talking about. The most important Incredible. thing. The most important thing, AJ. It's going to blow everyone's mind, right? So it's cool enough that it's Sorry, coming man. to a whole new platform <laughs> for millions of users. The I would probably say the majority at this point of those users will for get free. the game for free. So free is Ooh. so free is kind of a weird you word because they do pay yeah, for but... Game Pass. Like Game Pass cost. So basically, you subscribe to Game Pass like Netflix, sure. right? Like it's a streaming. Ser- it's but not it's a, a streaming part of service, Xbox Live, but it it's like a streaming service, and you get certain games. MLB The Show is going to be part at of that launch. package. So everyone that has Game Pass, uh, which is the majority of people, as soon as that game launches, they will all the have it to play if they. Uh, want. AJ that I was talking about who is the guy that's on the cover of this year Tatis and it is coming to Xbox for the first time for free that is what I'm saying I cannot believe like so obviously my mind is blown right now because it's a huge I well here's the deal like the console sitting hooked up to my TV right now is a PlayStation 3 and I have MLB the show 12 so like that tells you how behind that tells you how behind on video games I am because I don't really play video games all that often yeah but I had no idea that that MLB The Show was not on Xbox at all. Like, even when I was playing it back in 2012-13. AJ, you know what I need you to do? This is very important. What? I need you to give Manfred credit because this was a very savvy and young person decision because he forced, he literally forced them. The PlayStation's had his exclusive. That's a big selling point. People, I, I will people absolutely will buy a PlayStation on right because now they want to play If Manfred the show was in, involved in, in that, then I 100% give him credit, and I walk back slightly. You don't have to, no, walk, no. You don't have to walk back anything. Slightly. He just deserves he's credit. He's still the worst he commissioner, but he's just a little less worse credit. than he was five minutes but ago. This is, he's just a commissioner that has an Xbox. And, <laughs> and this is why it's incredible, too, because I, I here's a question. Ryan. Are you going to play MLB The Show when it comes out? Absolutely. And I am so like as well. I said this on a, on a previous podcast, and I think it was actually one that AJ was on before he officially joined the podcast. Uh, we were talking about, like, our different teams, our pet teams or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I like the Mets because on my first version of MLB The Show, that was the team that drafted me. So that was the, just the oh NLT my that I And AJ was like, oh, I love your reasoning. And I was like, you're goddamn right. And now yeah, that is actually really people <laughs> like Ryan and myself, be on the Mets again. And, and again, I, I just won't have David. I Wright just cannot me. like overstate how important it is not only that it's coming to Xbox, but that you don't even need to pay for it. Like no, I, yeah, that's huge. Like I am able to, like I, I am huge into games. And, and Y'all I know would this. pay for it for the record. Well, right. It, that's a thing. But the I, fact that I, I don't remember need to? the show, I remember how much fun it was. The road <laughs> to the show is the sure best thing it. in and, video games. And in the my thing opinion. is, is I I have had both current systems. Like I had a PS4 and I played MLB the Show. I got 
the Aaron Judge MLB The Show 18 when it came out. And I, I play the show. But the fact that it is now on Xbox... And one other thing I do want to mention... When it comes to MLB The Show, it's not just Xbox because Game Pass is also on PC. So you're not only getting the installer base for PlayStation, you're getting it for Xbox and PC for free, which means that when it releases, you are going to have an installer base bigger than if it was paid for. And the person that is on the cover and going to be on all of the marketing yeah. for this game is the one player who is young who you can lean on that is why i asked that tatis question that is all the more i am not even kidding you you know how much i've been harping on the whole soccer thing my opinion has changed on tatis himself and on this move alone this is he's got to stay healthy what they well but again it's about the fact that baseball is clearly showing a penchant that they know they need to start marketing these kids more I am. T- yeah. I have changed my tune in that regard, and this is just this is an example of that. The only yeah, fear I have sure. is this, and we'll talk about it more later. But the CBA this next year, there are it's not two sides massive. that are further apart than the owners and the players in baseball. Well, but I'll say though that the fact that they have come to agreements, it, the fact that they came to an agreement and the players like they've obviously thrown the players a bone like seven inning double headers right guy on second so the games aren't going as long like i, I feel like that's a throw a bone thrown to the players uh to protect their bodies long give their longer career what's going to be a big sticking point i think is these arbitration years and the team control for six years that's going to be a big because that's a that's a huge huge value and cost savings to teams right yeah think about fernando tatis had he not signed that deal he could be paid league minimum for up to three years, and then he'd go to arbitration. Like, think about how much value and surplus value he's bringing to that organization if they didn't sign him to that long-term deal. And I will say another thing in terms of service time, that would lean more towards my question when it came to the uh, marketing of the younger players, because if you don't wind up having that issue nearly as much, you will see rookies and younger guys finally playing in the the majors earlier in their careers which means you get them more exposure more time to actually market yeah man i my world is rocked i'm so behind the time by the way by the way games into my console i can tell you right now you can get that that xbox and get that game pass and get mlb the show for less money than you think i'm sure aj's pretty busy yeah i don't have time for that man i've got I've got too much stuff in the pipeline. Does sit? I'll sit and play video games. Like this week, I'm on spring break, so like I went back to NCA football 14 last night and started a road to the glory, um, just to waste a little bit of time. But I, I my would... problem with video games is, is once I start playing them, I it's 3 a.m. before I even turn it off. And oh, so, I've like, now that I've well, started that, playing 2K on it my computer. I, oh, it's a problem. I, I can't I can't get back into that it's rut. So like I have to like consciously stop myself. Yes, whole AJ. Yes, you can. That's not true. You can. What? What you have What you have to do is you have to get your wife. No, no that'll stop. never happen. I I can barely get my Why? wife to watch TV. You can't tell your wife to start a matter. You know it's fun. You know it's funny. I was yeah, I was about to I, say, oh, you have all this spring break time. There's a new novel out, but then. I thought about the fact that I chipped you on fantasy baseball, so I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> well, I ain't asking for all, any favors right now. <laughs> your 
Your novel is going to get read, and I told you it would get read as soon as I'm done reading for all my schoolwork, which would be he May 14th. <laughs> and I will start reading it, and I told you when I go to basic this summer, I'll have your novel read with feedback. AJ's going to come back in eight months and be like, I, I'm a really I'm slow a, I'm going to no, tell you. Well, I am, I am a really slow reader, and I hate reading on the computer, but I will do it just for you. <laughs> oh, God, it does suck on the computer. But it's AJ, AJ, just convert it to a PDF if it's not already, and then pop it into a e-reader app and make and it I will like t- a book. But yeah. here's the thing: I will tell you, uh, I don't know if you want to be reading what I have written at an army base. Uh, <laughs> you may be kicked out. Killing with a step back three, though. It's the future. You're gonna, you're gonna be kicked out for being a communist in no time. Killian, oh, count it. Look, I. No, I'll be fine. <laughs> All right. I have, I have a super important question. I've been meaning. And I've been meaning to ask offline. for a long time. Dude, can we end the podcast? And are you yeah. talking? Well, is I want to know if Matt's yeah, alive. Matt's been bored for like sixty-five <laughs> minutes. I appreciate. By the way, Ryan, Matt has not said a I, word I in three say, hours. Okay, Ryan, yeah, man, you you you've been a, you've been a part of this. I appreciate that. I'm pretty oh, sure I'm, he left. I'm great. I don't want to tell you. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, Matt, since you won't say it, Ryan, do the thing. Oh, thanks, Ryan. So, first off, rest in peace to DMX, um, a fantastic artist, one of the best hip-hop artists of all time. I would agree with that. On second with that, um, to the podcast, way more happy stuff. You guys can go ahead and follow us on Podbean, iTunes, where we drop our podcast every single week where Matt works hard to get you that podcast the day after, two days after it drops. It's like a sneaker collection. It's crazy. You guys can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter um, at Sports Carnage Podcast. And coming up, we are going to have new graphics for the podcast. A little bit of a tease. I'm stealing it from another podcast that I listen to to hopefully drive a, a little bit more engagement. And then you guys can also find us on Detroit Sports Nation where we are coming up on the NFL draft. It is less than a month away, and we are going to be doing the entire first round uh, on Detroit Sports Nation live where you can ask us all of our questions about what the Lions are doing, if they trade back, if they end up selecting a receiver in the first round, X, Y, and Z. You guys are going to have all of that, and you're going to have us there live. So make sure you check that out. Just type in Sports Carnage Podcast in your Google search. Find, follow, share, subscribe, whatever you guys got to do to make sure you're listening to us. And if you are a Tigers fan in our Sports Carnage Podcast March Madness Bracket, please reach out because I want to pay you. I'm just not going to do the work to find out who you are. (laughs)